coming up next on the Digital Marketer Podcast. People are made for connection. It's, it's a basic human need, which makes it a business, a business need, right? Because we're trying to be more human. And when you have an, an interesting conversation like we're doing and you invite other people to listen in on it, people enjoy that. This is Digital Marketer. Hey, it's Mark Grass here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Hey, DM listeners, I've been running my own business since I was 17, and I found that nothing slows down entrepreneurs more than this one pesky question, and that's what do I do next? And left unanswered, you find yourself stuck far below your potential, jumping from one shiny object to the next, perpetually wondering why other businesses are growing and yours is stuck. So that's why Scalable has put together the seven levels of scale framework. We'll give you the shortest path possible to go from a struggling startup to a high profit, high impact, exitable business that'll give you the wealth and freedom you deserve. So stop wondering what to do next and take our free three-minute assessment today at getscalable.com slash DM. That's getscalable.com slash DM. And you can download a free guide to show you what level of scale you're currently at and how you can scale quickly and profitably to the next. Hi, DM listeners. You have a LinkedIn profile, right? But are you actually using it to generate new business? Survey says probably not. I'm Mandy McEwen, your digital marketer podcast co-host, Mod Girl Marketing Founder, and LinkedIn Nerd. Now, if you're like most professionals, you aren't exactly sure how to use LinkedIn to get results. And that's where I come in. I've trained thousands of professionals and enterprise teams on how to maximize LinkedIn. And I've narrowed down the key steps that lead to real results on LinkedIn and put them in a quick checklist that takes less than 30 minutes a day to complete. You can go to modgirl.info DM to start using it. Again, that's modgirl.info DM. Hey guys, welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm Mark Grass, uh, president of Digital Marketer and your host. Today I have the CEO and co-founder of Casted, Lindsay Chepkema. And today we're going to be talking about how we could use podcasts as your primary driver for your content marketing strategy. So welcome, Lindsay. Thanks so much for having me here. So I checked out your website, and if you guys haven't seen it, uh, you should definitely check it out. Just from a branding perspective, it's fantastic. Uh, website I functions time. <laughs> you, you, well, you guys have obviously thought about it a lot because I, I came from you know branding and website development. I'm like, wow, this is this is spot on. I even like your little on your bio page. You have this overlay 
that happens where you have like these hand drawings like surrounding your bio pictures. It's super true. clever. So right hey. off the bat, super impressed by your brand. So. I appreciate it. When you're when you're for marketers, by marketers, about marketing, it's it sets a high bar. So I, I really appreciate that very much. Well, and and really, it sounds like you guys are really trying to revolutionize content marketing. And, you know, for me, who was kind of slow to come around to podcasting, but being from content marketing, and then, you know, I went through the whole revolution of realizing how awesome podcasting is. Uh, but it sounds like you realized that way sooner. So tell me about that, how you kind of got into podcasting and what drove it for you and, and content marketing. Sure. So I 15 years in B2B marketing, I've seen it from every angle, the agency side, the corporate side, enterprise, small business, consulting. I've seen it all. And prior to starting Casted, I was leading brand and content for a global enterprise SaaS business. And really it was this this company, for me, it's always about how can we humanize the brand, right? That's that's what it's always been. And specifically at this company, they were this this company that had been around for a couple decades, but had just entered the U.S. and North American market. And so really they were establishing a brand as an established company. And so I was like, okay, let's let's get creative with this. Let's use the, the voices of the experts that we already have. They have this great roster of customers, great product leaders and thought leaders. Like, let's let's use all that and humanize this brand with something like audio and video content, right? So this was 2016. So podcasts were not brand new, but they were kind of coming in really kind of new for B2B. And like, let's, let's launch a show. Let's see what we can do. And um, I learned a lot about the space. One, that it resonated really well and that our audience externally, of course, but also internally really liked it because it can, it pulled out the middleman. It's that it gave anyone who was listening again inside the company and out a direct connection with that expert, with that thought leader, with that customer, with that partner. And then two, on the flip side, I was really surprised that there was, there was nothing. There was no, no amount of money could buy a platform or a tool that our B2B marketing team needed to access this content, to use this content in a way that made it valuable to the business and to measure its impact. So that was my experience with getting started in, in, with podcasting specifically as a B2B marketing leader. That's awesome. Well, and on your website, you kind of talk about, you know, how with content marketing, it's always the written word, but mm -hmm. nobody's kind of utilized voice as uh, yeah. kind of the driver behind that. I'm guessing you've, you've had some experience creating all types of content, right? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. And I think, you know, so I got started in the early 2000s when written word in real time was even new, right? It was like, wait, I can just publish. I can just hit publish and I can talk to my audience and aging myself. But that that was a thing. And that's when a lot of the playbooks were written, right? Where it was like, OK, well, content marketing, you got to write a blog, you got to reach your audience and then you got to have to gate some content. And that's fine. And that's good. And it worked. And, it, and for a lot of companies, it still works. And blogs are great. We have a blog. Blogs are awesome. But the playbook didn't change even as other channels and mediums and formats were added. You know, podcasting didn't exist when the playbook was written. Social media, blogging, real-time interaction with your customers and your audience, none of that existed. And yet, as everything has, has joined this, this content marketing game, the playbook has remained more or less unchanged. Which is no, so crazy. true. Well, yeah. it's got, you know, you talk to any small business owners and they always talk about the first page of Google. And right. for the most part, you're talking about writing. And yeah. in terms of just consumed content, writing is 
the least <laughs> consumed mm -hmm. of Well, of and you see even Google changing and, and looking mm -hmm. for like, here's some images, here's some videos, here's some other content you might be looking for. So. Well, for yeah. me, you know, in the, the podcasting itself, I found that it was just so easy. You know, mm -hmm. what do you tell business owners that really think the podcasting is this huge endeavor and is going to take all these resources and costs all this money and, and so they just don't do it? Do you have yeah. a, a standard you know, argument for them? I say, sure. <laughs> it can be, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it can be whatever you want or need it to be. Right. So on one hand, it's never been easier. Right to publish content. Sure. Including a podcast. I mean, you can hop on TikTok and publish anything, or you can hire a studio and a strategist and an entire team and build out, build a studio and like all kinds of things and make a really, really highly produced, really valuable and expensive, both in time and money show and everything in between. Sure. You don't have to, right? It's all about authentic connection and how how are you going to create connection with your with your audience and get creative about about how you do that right so yeah it can be whatever you want it to be it can also be take as much um time as you need it to like you you can publish a few shows and be done or you can publish every wednesday at 10 a.m forever and ever and ever there are lots of options you got options well i see uh, and i see people do it daily you know, because yeah. it's, I think once you get the templates down and kind of get the format down, then you could actually start cranking out content a lot faster. Right. And everybody knows how to talk. Not everybody knows how to write or right. even, you know, appear on video. So I, th I think it's a fantastic medium. So for you guys, after somebody has that podcast episode, your system, does it help, you know, splinter and track and analyze the results of, you know, that effort? Sure. So Here's here's where Casted in particular comes into play. Yes, with podcasting, also with video content. So you go capture something, whether that's a podcast interview or a keynote at a live or virtual event or a customer success story, whatever it is, you go capture that. You upload that into Casted and then kind of everything else happens from there. So once you have that finished piece, it's already edited, it's already produced, you upload it into Casted and that platform hosts it, syndicates it, meaning gets it out to Apple, Spotify, Google, if it's video, YouTube, but also gives it a place to live on your site. So you should really own your audience. Use the other platforms, use the Apples and the Spotify's and YouTube's to amplify your message and to, to expand your reach, but ultimately bring people back to your own real estate, own your audience. So Casted makes that possible and then gives you a transcript for every single piece of content you have gives you the ability to pull clips and takeaways to give your audience the chance to consume it in bite-sized pieces and to kind of skip around to consume what they are really most interested in, to share those clips and key takeaways, to create audiograms and videograms that can be shared on social media, can get be given to your sales team. And then the amplification is what really makes it special to say, okay, you're going to go through the process of creating this podcast. What else are you going to do with it? How can you use it in other mediums? So how can you for example, take a clip and embed it in a blog post or take a, a clip and get it into the hands of your sales team so they can use it even in a text message, right? And then measure it. How are you going to measure both in the platform and also through what we push into CRM, the impact that it has not only on your marketing strategy, but on the business as a whole through driving revenue and engaging customers? Oh, so and so your system tracks all of that kind of in one central spot so you can see yep. how podcast is performing on those other networks, plus how it's performing on your website, plus how it's yep. performing when you share it on social media. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Oh, it's huge. 
Well, I think for small business owners, because we work with a lot of small business owners, a lot of agency owners, and the majority of them still don't have a podcast. It's still kind of unique, even though you have the resources like yours out there to, to get it done. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, do you have to kind of convert people into podcast believers or is it more, yeah. they're just, they've been doing it, they want it to be more effective or? But both, it's it's funny because we've been, we're coming up on our third birthday. So we've been around not oh, quite wow. three years. And when we first got started, there was a lot more of the, really podcasting for like a business. And now most of the people we talk, there's enough marketers and businesses doing podcasts that most of the conversations we have are the latter of what you said. So optimizing, how do I get more out of it? How do I, how do I make it better? How do I, how do I make it a more integrated part, part of my strategy? That said, the, the people, like you said, the, the, especially small businesses that see it as a time sucker, see it as something that's expensive, they still exist, exist. They're still out there. And so what I say to them is I've lost track of the numbers. I, I was talking about it a lot about a year ago when there were a couple, let's say there's a couple million podcasts now, right? Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And that feels insurmountable. Feels like, why would I add to the noise? It's saturated. Yet you think about blogs and there are hundreds of millions of blogs. I mean, a year ago, I think we were at like 600 million blogs that exist. Not blog posts, but like actual blogs. And so you think, but we, yet we all have a blog. And yet we all prioritize that as we should, because it's important. So why would you also not seize the opportunity to still own your your piece of the audio pie, right? And and connect and, and have seize the chance to connect with your audience in a way that they are being quite clear is a way that they want to be reached. Oh yeah. Well, and you, you've talked about the personality and, and kind of the, the genuine factor of, of using the podcast because it is your voice or the business owner's voice or your customer's voice. It's all, that's what people want to hear and, right. and verify versus some polished article or even a polished video, same kind of situation there. Yep. So w- with your experience with all your clients, have you found, because I, I love categorizing types of information, have you found yeah. a type of podcast that seems to work really well at splintering off into those social media posts and, sure. and whatnot. So some of the some of the themes that I see work really well are interview. People pe- people are made for connection. It's it's a basic human need, which makes it a business a business need, right? Because we're trying to be more human. And when you have an, an interesting conversation like we're doing and you invite other people to listen in on it, people enjoy that. I mean it's it, when you feel like you're part of something special, you it breeds trust and credibility and engagement. So Interviews are probably no surprise, really, com- really popular, which is why they're so common. And two, when, when you really, really know your audience, when there's a, a niche, and it doesn't have to be super, super niche, but when you, instead of saying, we want to reach all marketers, it's like, well, we want to reach digital marketers at small to mid-sized businesses who tend to have this problem or this interest. You're going to have a lot more um, success that way because then you, your, your audience knows what to expect. They know that they're going to get advice or insights or entertainment on this topic, right? Or on this general area. And then three is the the podcasts that take a minute to figure out what's best for them and what's best for their audience as far as format. So is it 15 minutes? Is it five minutes daily? Or is it an hour and a half once every six weeks? There's no right answer. It's like, know your audience well enough to try different things until it really resonates and go with that. Like, do your own thing. Don't necessarily do 
whatever the best practice is. So I love that. Of course, I also love best practices. <laughs> yeah, I do too. So. I mean, they set a good they set a good um, benchmark, right? And they they set, they serve to inspire us and as a starting point, right? As far mm-hmm. as like, okay, let's just say best practice is a twenty five minute show once a week with three breaks a year. Cool. Well, you know, what if I did a sixty minute show once a month? You know, where we took two breaks a year and I don't know, try it. Use it as a starting off point. No, I love that. You know, and most of the time I tell people there's no right plan. Yeah. There's only a plan that works right for you. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no right way can't. to be creative, right? Yeah, well, I mean, every business is unique. Every person's unique. And so if you, if you try to cookie cutter, it's just not going to work. And right. even if you think about a plan for it, research it, there's a good chance you're still going to not you know, your top art, your top podcast is not going to be the podcast you thought was the top. It's going to be Never. something random that yep. will make you mad. Exactly. <laughs> well, not mad. You're happy it was successful. But in terms of those best practices, do you, have you seen, and I'm getting specific just because I love it, like the average podcast length that gets the most, I don't know, engagement, downloads? Um, yeah. I mean, I think that we're still, you know, 25 to 30 minutes, typically. Okay. When you think about it, that's how people are consuming content right now. People are going back to offices and that's that's a typical commute, whether you're walking, doing public transit or driving. If you're working out, that fits it that fits squarely in the middle of a 30 to 45 minute workout. And it, it's also kind of like while you're doing other things, while you're checking your email, while you're getting situated for the day. So 25 to 30 minutes. And it's also an attention span thing. Like even something mm-hmm. that, that I'm really super interested in tends to be hard to listen to for more than 30 or 45 minutes, right? Because you, yeah. you, code, you code switch, you end up doing something else and it's hard to stay engaged. So I think that's where we'll be for a while. Yeah, well, I think that initially, because I, I actually had a company that was sold to Onnit Labs here in Austin and it's owned by Joe Rogan. And so mm-hmm. one of the first things I did when that happened was I was like, okay, I don't listen to podcasts. I'm going to listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. And it was five hours long. And I... Did not listen to that podcast. <laughs> Actually, it turned me out to podcasting for like five it's years after that. So yeah, no, I think that's finding your format. That's huge. Have you found just in terms of industry? Because there are some industries that really lead into podcasting. I was in health and fitness for a long time. So it really leads into that, that kind yep. of murder your husband genre. Okay. That seems <laughs> so dark. Yeah. Very popular. Yeah. Have you seen just for the B2B space, like any specific industry where it's like, okay, this one seems to be resonating yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah. So in B2B specifically, we've seen a lot of traction early on with SaaS, with, with fellow mm-hmm. SaaS companies. They tend to be early adopters. They have great stories to tell. They really value thought leadership. They're constantly looking for new ways to connect with audiences. And so kind of comes as no surprise that they would be leveraging this this path forward kind of first. But really, I think beyond that, there's we also see a lot uh, of traction in and around VCs, like venture capital, because they're, I mean, thought, if you want to look at thought leaders and people trying to show that they know, understand, are interested in, care about specific things, venture capital and, and investors in general, um, there's a lot of interest there. And so we're seeing more and more there. And I'm excited to see more enterprises leveraging it, leveraging the power of podcasting so quickly over the last few years. I mean, if you look, if you go to any enterprise B2B business and just look for their podcast, chances are they not only have one, they probably have like 10. 
or mm-hmm. 15. It's so that's pretty cool to see. And now, now they're getting into that, that lit part of the conversation that you and I had earlier about, okay, now that we have all this, what do we do with it? And how do we, how do we make it consistent? How do we unify it? So it's like well, the next I, stage. I, your platform sounds amazing. Cause we have, like I said, we're putting out three to five episodes a week and we actually never, we, we take video, we have video of all of them, but we just haven't put it up yet. <laughs> so maybe we're coming it's out time. With, I think it's time because we, we actually we just found out that our perpetual traffic uh, podcast is just got ranked in the top 0.5% of podcasts worldwide. Well, and it's 2.76 million. That's how many podcasts there are. Well, according to the stat that they judged us on. So it's been huge. And, and again, underutilized by yeah. even though it's so popular, we, we haven't taken that and kind of apply. Actually, we just started applying it to our newsletter and our blog. And so... Yeah, we're already seeing huge results from it. So I can exactly. personally verify that it makes a ton of sense. Since, since your big objective is that interaction, the analytics to kind of prove the effectiveness of podcasting, have you uh, seen any specific calls to action that you have found have been more effective at getting that engagement or proving the value? Yeah. So I think the answer actually lies in zooming out, right? So the most effective brands that are leveraging podcasting don't see it as a silo over here. Like, here's our marketing strategy. Oh, and we have a podcast. Um, They see it all together by saying, okay, if I'm going to go have a conversation with Mark, I'm going to tap into all of his collective wisdom around all these things. And I'm going to ring that thing out across my podcast. I'm going to use the video. I'm going to use the audio. I'm going to use it on my social media. I'm going to leverage it in my blog. I'm going to make sure my sales team knows about it in this way. We're going to use it in our internal comms because Mark is a great customer and we we can all learn from what he said about how he's using our product. And we're going to use it in our keynotes and we're going to use it in our promotion. Like it's it's actually taking all of content marketing and flipping it on its side and doing something that we actually call amplified marketing and saying, how do we take a conversation and yes, make it into a really great podcast episode but how do we then atomize it and amplify it across so many other channels so that not just for the sake of more, but for the sake of increased connection, increased opportunities for connection and adding value to our customers in ways, in myriad ways and over a longer period of time. So I'm not even saying like that the best companies are doing just a blitz for how they promote their show. It's we have this conversation and we're going to use it as there's been so much sourdough talk over the last two years, like sourdough starter, sourdough starter over the next however long, like we have this great conversation. How do we continue to pull from it? And that's, that's one thing that Casted does too, is, is you can go in and search for keywords and topics and it'll pull up every mention of that keyword or topic that's ever been mentioned in your audio, video, and text content so that you can continue to repurpose it, reuse it five years from now. Those are the companies that are winning now and that will continue to because they're actually thinking about content and content marketing in a different way that starts with human connection and therefore breeds more human connection, right? And then you're able to measure it and uh, amplify it. So that's awesome. Well, and I think you're you're kind of a you know you're the mouthpiece for Casted, of course, but you, you're really you know using those principles. Like I, I hear the word amplify a lot. I hear human connection a lot. So just mm-hmm. in terms of your uh, brand voice, like it's it's very branded, very specific, and memorable. Because initially I was like. 
Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. Amplified marketing, what's that, what does that mean? You know, well, I'll tell you all it, about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, well, well you know, it's related. Now I know. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing too, is that even, sure, of course, I want the whole world to hold hands and use Casted, but like even outside of Casted, it's, I believe in it so deeply as, as a marketer, like the lives that we've all been living for, especially the last few years have gotten upside down backwards and very messed up and trying to do everything across all channels in ways that are still really siloed. So what if, what if we just shift the way that we're thinking, don't have to change our teams. We don't have to change what channels we just have to start at a different place that frankly makes our lives a lot easier, allows us to focus more on being more connective and more creative. And I think, you know, we'll yield better results. So cast it or not, I really, I really believe that it's, it's going to be the way things are moving forward. I I totally agree. And I think I have one last question and again, it's very specific because that's, that's just how I I am. What is just from how you view podcasts and what you've seen be effective, what is too many ads and what is, is there kind of a default length you found where it's like, okay, that's too many, too many interruptions or too many calls to action. Yeah. uh, I'll have to give you two answers. One is a consumer and one from Casted's perspective, because since we work with a lot of B2B, well, all B2B, our customers don't really have ads because, you know, Salesforce might be promoting Dreamforce, right? And and might want that dynamic content, but they're less likely to want to generate ad revenue because that's not why they're doing it. Like the whole, the whole business model of, of podcasting when you talk to B2B is typically for like, a, it's just different than B2C. But that said, as a consumer and as, as somebody who's like thinking about the, you know, the creator mentality behind the show, it's what value is it providing, right? Because most players make it really easy to fast forward 30 seconds at a time. Mm. And so, again, who's it for? Why are you doing it? Especially if your audience is savvy enough to kind of know how and why you're doing it, which is most of the world these days. Just just make sure that if no matter what your number is, whether it's none or five, please don't do more than five. <laughs> hey, there you <laughs> I feel go. Like I picked high enough of a exact. number. Just make sure that it's not just serving you, that it is that you do believe that at least some bone in your body believes that by putting this ad in your in your show, that it's potentially connecting your audience with something that would be valuable to them. That's 
I think you've got to believe that regardless of what your number is. That makes total sense. Very sensible. Of course, I do like the five answer because <laughs> it's just a, don't do more this, than five. Okay. Yeah, warning. This entire five. episode is just made up of ads. Just made up of ads. You know, it's the, the ad podcast. Right. I would listen to that because you know, I want to see I, who had know, the best one. Is it, I think that there would be a following for it. There would be the people that would be like, I just want to know what's happening in podcast ads these days. Yeah. Or, you know, which one would I click on? I, I you know, I, I think the only people who opted into the tracking by Facebook were probably marketers. Right. They're looking for to see the retargeting. of. I know. Uh, so I, I have a whole database of competitor ads because I'm like, oh, I'll see. So, okay. And anybody wants it. to start a podcast, that's all ads. Mark will be your first subscriber. 100% ads. <laughs> the ad podcast. Ah, yeah. That's, that's actually a good idea. Anybody can steal it. I have enough podcasts. I, don't need more. <laughs> I like it. If you, if you, oh. if you start it, please let us know. We would like to follow along. we Will do. I'll sign up for, for cast it. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So where can people find out more or what's the first step to kind of learn more about casted and you sure. and everything you do? Yeah. Casted.us is our website. We have lots of podcasts and video, as I'm sure you can imagine. And you can find me. I'm, I'm probably most active on LinkedIn. If you can figure out how to spell my last name. So. Yes. It's, uh, it's actually easy to say once you say it 10 you times. You just can't look at it. You yeah. just can't look at it because it, oh. it doesn't look. People call me Degrassi. That makes you feel a little better. That makes it's me think actually... of Degrassi Junior High. Exactly. That's 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 why people call it. It's degrad. It's actually it's degrad in in French, but it's it's just degrass. That's that's how I'm saying. Anyways, I I, I feel you. It works. it works. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. If anybody's looking to amplify your results on uh, your podcast, I definitely would check out uh, Casted. It's Casted.us. Check them out. Check out Lindsay on LinkedIn. And for more podcasts, uh, check back soon. We're coming out with several every single week with topics just like this. Hey, DM listeners, are you wanting to stay on the cutting edge of what's working when it comes to running paid ads? We don't always talk about it on the Digital Marketer Podcast because we actually have another show just for that. It's called Perpetual Traffic, and it's hosted by Facebook ads expert Ralph Burns and Google ads master Kasim Aslam. The show is refreshingly hilarious and equally as informative. You can go to perpetualtraffic.com to listen, or you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.